48K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Robert Kemp. The top story is the head of the liaison office says patriotic media are crucial to, as he put it, drain away filth in Hong Kong. Health authorities again report more than 800 new COVID cases. And Carrie Lam reveals that she's looking forward to putting her feet up and grabbing more sleep when her term ends. The director of Beijing's liaison office, Lu Huaning, says Hong Kong needs patriotic media that will, as he put it, continue to hold on to the truth as the SA anticipates the 25th anniversary of its return to the motherland. Mr Luo was speaking at a ceremony to celebrate 120 years of the Ta Kung Pao newspaper. In a pluralistic society like Hong Kong, we especially need media that love the country and love Hong Kong, that can drain away filth and bring in fresh water, and we need patriotic media people who hold tight to their mission and shoulder their responsibilities. The official also read out a letter from President Xi Jinping who congratulated the paper and its staff. Mr Xi said they had contributed to Hong Kong's stability, its integration with the mainland, and the reunification of people's hearts with the nation. The Centre for Health Protection says Hong Kong has recorded 814 new coronavirus infections. 364 of these cases were identified through lab testing, while the rest were from rapid tests that were confirmed by the authorities. The latest daily figure includes 106 imported cases. Authorities in Beijing will begin testing its most heavily populated district for COVID tomorrow, the first day of a three-day exercise. It follows a wave of testing in Shanghai this weekend. Here's Joanne Wong. Officials in Beijing are hoping to stamp out what they've described as a ferocious outbreak in the district of Chaoyang. The cluster, which surfaced last week and involves at least 166 confirmed cases, is linked to a bar. On Sunday, the capital reported 65 new locally transmitted cases, 34 of which were symptomatic. Over the weekend, about 25 million people in Shanghai underwent another round of mass testing, and residents now have to take at least one PCR test a week until the end of July. The financial hub on Sunday recorded 10 new cases with symptoms and 19 without. The Financial Secretary Paul Chan says the government's spending voucher scheme has promoted electronic payment among both consumers and businesses, creating what he said were favourable conditions for the development of the digital economy. Maggie Ho reports. Writing on his blog, Mr Chan said that since the launch of the scheme, more than 6 million customers and 130,000 businesses had registered with e-payment platforms. He wrote, as long as we grasp the opportunity offered by digitalization, even when a business environment faces a headwind, we can still find a new world in which new businesses have room to grow. Mr Chan noted the next batch of e-vultures will be handed out in the summer and that BOC Pay and Pay Me from HSBC will join Alipay Hong Kong, Octopus, Tap and Go and WeChat Pay Hong Kong as payment platforms. He said details would be announced in the coming week. Hong Kongers aged 18 and above are receiving $10,000 in e-vultures this year after last year's $5,000 handout. Chief Executive Carrie Lam says she feels like a great burden is being lifted from her shoulders as her tenure ends this month. Looking back at her five-year term on a radio program, the CE said she had done a lot of work and pushed ahead with the SCR's infrastructure in her first two years in office. However, she said the protests in 2019 and the COVID-19 pandemic had stalled the progress. She said she hopes to have more rest after her new government takes office on July the 1st.
Everything comes to an end. I feel greatly relieved. Whatever happens in Hong Kong after July the 1st is none of my business. You can't imagine how relaxed I feel. The Society for Community Organization has urged the incoming government to set up detailed goals for its policies on young people. The group surveyed 100 underprivileged people aged between 15 and 25. Almost 60% rejected the idea of lying flat or shunning the rat race and doing the bare minimum to get by. The organization's deputy director, Si Lai San, says many grassroots youth are motivated but still struggle to climb the social ladder. And now the weather to be mainly cloudy with one or two showers, hot with sunny periods tomorrow. Temperatures will range between 28 and 32 degrees. Moderate to fresh southwesterly winds. The outlook, the weather will be unsettled in the following few days. There will be showers and thunderstorms. Temperatures currently 29 degrees. Humidity, 83%. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past 11. The Defence Minister Wei Feng He has accused the United States of bullying. Speaking at the Shangri-La Dialogue Defence Summit, General Wei accused the Americans of trying to contain China and he warned them to back down. China-US relations are at a critical and crucial juncture. China believes that a stable Sino-US relation serves the interests of both countries and the rest of the world. China and the US are two important major countries. Cooperation between both is vital for global peace and development. Confrontation will benefit neither our two countries nor the world. Earlier, US Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin told the same meeting that Beijing had taken a more aggressive approach to its territorial claims. Russian forces are tightening their grip on the eastern Ukrainian city of Severodonetsk, where hundreds of civilians are reported to be sheltering in bunkers under a besieged chemical plant. On Saturday, a huge fire broke out at the Azot chemical plant. The BBC's Grant Ferret reports. The battle for Severodonetsk is grimly reminiscent of the fighting in the southern Ukrainian city of Mariupol. Once again, weeks of Russian artillery and aerial bombardment have driven Ukraine's forces into an ever smaller area. Up to 800 civilians are said to be among those sheltering at the Azot chemical site. According to the regional governor, a second bridge to the neighbouring city of Lysychansk has been destroyed by Russian shelling, and the final crossing is under attack. He says it's impossible to establish how many people have been killed. Director-General of the World Trade Organization Ngozi Okonje-Iweala has told ministers gathering in Geneva that agreement on new trade deals will be difficult. The war in Ukraine is expected to be high on the agenda as the Russian blockade of grain exports from the Black Sea continues to threaten global food supplies. Ukraine's Deputy Foreign Minister Dmitry Senek said his country was working on securing overland routes. We are doing our best to ensure that those 22 million tons of grain that are now blocked in the Ukrainian seaports will reach their destination. There are several ports that are under Russian occupation and the Russian army is now stealing this grain, trying to sell it elsewhere. We are using alternative routes with the help of our friends and partners, namely Romania, Poland and Baltic states. The Sri Lankan president, Renil Wickrasinghe, says he's in talks with Beijing to seek more financial support for his troubled country. Sri Lanka has seen rolling power outages and shortages of essentials such as cooking oil as it struggles to struggles more than 50 billion US dollars in foreign debt. 
In an interview with the Associated Press, Mr Wickersinger said the country's troubles were of its own making, but he would ask China and other nations for help. We've been talking with uh, China. Uh, Chinese have their own uh, system of how they give relief. But China has agreed to come in with the other countries to give relief to Sri Lanka, which is the first step, which means that they all have to agree uh, how the cuts are to take place and in what manner it should take place. Mr. Wickmer-Singer said interest rates on debt to China were higher than on soft loans from Japan, but still cheaper than borrowing from banks. Senior software engineer working for Google has told the Washington Post that the company has placed him on administrative leave after he claimed an artificial intelligence chatbot had become a sentient being. Blake Lemoyne is quoted as saying that as part of his work for Google, he's been having conversations with a breakthrough robotic interface known as Lambda which is short for Language Model for Dialogue Applications. Sport and Hong Kong fencer and world number one Chung Kalong has won the Asian Championships in Seoul, his second Asian title. The Olympic champion took the men's individual foil gold medal after beating China's Mo Ziwei 15-6. Chung's teammate Ryan Choi went on to win bronze. Vivian Kong earlier clinched victory in the women's APE in Seoul. Formula One and Max Verstappen took full advantage of an engine failure for Ferrari's Charles Leclerc to win the Azerbaijan Grand Prix and open up a commanding lead in the World Championship. Dutchman crossed the line ahead of Sergio Perez, completing a 1-2 for Red Bull after race leader Leclerc pulled into the pits with a smoking engine on the 20th lap. George Russell took third for Mercedes and his teammate Lewis Hamilton finished fourth. Retirement of Leclerc, who had been in pole, was his second in three races. His Ferrari teammate, Carlos Sainz, also did not finish due to hydraulic failure. And that's the news from RTHK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. RTHK, Radio 3. The 2023 Rural Ordinary Election will take place early next year. Application for new voter registration or change of a registered elector's particulars should be submitted by June 16 this year. For the resident representative election and the Kaifong representative election, applicants must submit address proof. Eligible persons should register now. For inquiries, please call 2152-1521. The more people get vaccinated, the stronger we can fight the epidemic. Under the vaccine pass, persons without medical or other exemptions and age 12 or above must be vaccinated to enter food premises, scheduled premises, government leisure and cultural venues and more. Jab records can be saved in the Leave Home Safe app for easy use or shown in the IM Smart and eHealth apps or kept on hard copy to show or scan the QR code of your record as required. With the protection of vaccines, we will resume normal life soon. Live across Hong Kong, this is Radio 3. Going to get back to that 90s, 2000s rock here in a bit, but there's this cover that I've been wanting to get to, a Kate Bush cover of Running Up That Hill. You're listening to Radio 3 with me, classic Michael Lanson, Sunday Late.
let you savor that one a little bit. Jeanette, getting in the mix. The reason. A little hooba. Some hooba steak. Right here on Radio 3. 